1: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Getting into the AP's NFL Awards finalists here on the block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland with you. Two to four every weekday here during On the Block. Don't forget, if you miss anything during the show, you can go check it out wherever it is you get your podcast. Just look for On the Block with Strick and Austin. You'll find it there. All right, Strick. Let's dive right into these. Uh, Let's start with the big one. MVP of the league, the five finalists, four of them are quarterbacks. One of them is a running back. You have Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy. Who's your pick for MVP?
2: I mean, if you, for me, it's it's a three-way race. It would have been either Lamar uh, Jackson, Dak Prescott, and I would throw in Christian McCaffrey because... When I get there, then I'm going to look at who is who was most important and effective uh, for their team and the success of the team. Mm-hmm. You could look at Dak in that because of the fact that Dak had over 4,500 4, uh, yards with 36 touchdowns, which was the top in the NFL. Uh, you could be excited about that. But he also had probably one of the best passer ratings that he's has at 105.9. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's, that's a key component. But then I think it's got to be Lamar Jackson's to lose. Uh, once it was announced that there would be the uh, uh, AP's NFL All-Pro team, he received 45 out of the 50 votes. That's, that's a huge number mm-hmm. to receive. So therefore, it's, it's his to lose. Solid season, 3,678 yards in passing, 24 TDs, but also almost a 1,000 yards rushing. Mm -hmm. So I think he, leading the top seed, had the most impact, and therefore I probably would go with Lamar Jackson.
1: Dak Prescott played like the best quarterback in football for like two months, two and a half months. His numbers were ridiculous. He was on an absolute heater. But I think the the Cowboys' narratives kind of get in his way, mm-hmm. right? For me, it's going to be hard for a Cowboys player to win MVP unless they're the prohibitive Super Bowl favorite. So I think he's out. I think Purdy and McCaffrey split votes down ballot. Um, Purdy had a really good year. You know, we we've had that discussion a lot about you know is it his success is it the team success? Regardless, Purdy had a really good year, right? Especially for his first full season as a starter. Uh, McCaffrey on the days that Purdy wasn't the best took a lot of load off of him. I think those guys end up splitting votes. Josh Allen had maybe one of the weirdest years because I don't think it was necessarily his fault the Bills got their record, you know, down to five hundred where it was. Like Josh Allen was still gripping it and ripping it; he was still making plays, except for maybe the one at the end. Or kind of like Jay was saying after uh, the Chiefs beat him, he got let down by by you know the rest of his team. If the Bills had won over uh, Kansas City. If they had made the AFC Championship game, it wouldn't shock me if Josh Allen would have continued his push for MVP. Really hard to pick against Lamar at this point, though. Probably the most consistent of those guys and plays for the best team. Okay, Um, Offensive Player of the Year, you have Lamar Jackson, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott in that conversation as well. But two other guys here at Strik, you have Tyreek Hill, and uh, where's the list? Uh, C.D. Lamb, the other one. Your pick for Offensive Player of the Year.
2: Uh, so here's here's where, to me, you would probably take out Lamar mm-hmm. because he'll land the MVP. big one. So mm-hmm. I think with Tyreek, he would have been more in the discussion on the top as well as potentially a lock for this if the ankle injury didn't hit him in December, right? Mm-hmm. So I think between him... And C.D. Lamb for me, because C.D. Lamb was only 50 yards pretty much behind. Mm -hmm. I think they throw the Cowboys a bone. Ooh. And they probably go with C.D. Lamb.
1: Okay. Yeah, a few weeks ago, the conversation was it's Tyreek Hills to lose. You know, he's that far ahead pacing for a 2,000-yard season, but the injury popped up and bit him. I don't know if he did enough before the injury to lock it down. Yeah. I can definitely see the argument for it. I think it goes to McCaffrey. I think that voters will say he's the most important player for the 49ers, and they, they give it to him as the NFC's best team. If it is CeeDee Lane, though, that'd be awesome. Very well-deserved for him. Uh, let's flip sides of the ball. Defensive player of the year. You have Deron Bland from the Cowboys, who set a single-season uh, pick-six record. You have Max Didn't Cros- even
2: start the season starting, which no. is amazing. It's
1: crazy. Max Crosby of the Raiders, Miles Garrett of the Browns, Micah Parsons of those same Cowboys, and TJ Watt of the Steelers. So it's a very edge rusher heavy group, Strick, outside of Bland. Who's your pick?
2: Listen, I really like Max Crosby. Mm -hmm. I I just really like him uh, on the edge. 14 and a half sacks. It's one more than what uh, Garrett had this year. But if it was a sack award then you'd have to look at TJ. Second highest Mm -hmm. in his career at 19. So you'd have to look at TJ for that. Um, Micah Parsons is very disruptive, 14 for him. But to me, I don't know if they're going to give it back-to-back for TJ just because of kind of how things were, injuries as well for him. But look, Mm -hmm. to still have 19 with the injuries, some reason for me – I think they may go with Max Crosby.
1: Ooh. Okay. I could be wrong.
2: I, I really like Max Crosby, man. I, I think he's, he's tough on the edge for me.
1: See, Miles Garrett is, is my dark horse. I think this award should have been Micah Parsons before the year. If you ask me, he would have been my pick. He just no-showed in a few games. Yeah, especially down the stretch. Early and down the stretch, right? The mm-hmm. Cowboys were using him in some...
0: This is the story of the one.
1: Silly ways they finally said, Okay, yeah, just go rush the passer. And then the Packers just went right at it. Like they they didn't care. Mm-hmm. They ran right at him. I think that's gonna leave a sour taste in the mouth. I don't think they're afraid to go back to back for this award necessarily. I think TJ Watt was the story the way that defense carried Pittsburgh to the playoffs. So I would take TJ Watt as the pick. I don't know if I would go with him myself necessarily. Mm-hmm. Here's one that I'm a little upset about, but it's understandable why the most deserving coach of the year, Shane Steichen, was was left off the list um, for AP coach of the year. Your options are Dan Campbell of the Lions, John Harbaugh of the Ravens, D'Amico Ryans of the Texans, Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers and Kevin Stefanski of the Browns. I don't think it's going to be Harbaugh and Shanahan trick because we knew those two teams were going to be good. Uh, we know how good those two coaches are. So to me, this isn't a best coach, uh, you know, coach on the best team award this year. It's who took the biggest leap or who's surprised. Dan Campbell getting the Lions to the three seed easily could have been the two if the refs didn't mess up in that Cowboys Lions game. Yeah. Credible shot. Kevin Stefanski and the Browns probably overachieved given all their injuries. I think he he's uh, more than deserving, but how could it not be D'Amico? Ryan? I think
2: so too, bro. How could it not be? There's just no. There's nobody could have even. Now you can you could look at the Detroit Lions and say you know what, they're, they're 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 knocking at the door. Like mm-hmm. you you could tell that there was a turn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But good gosh, what he was able to do with the Houston Texans, the not number only two pick in last there, year's draft. Yeah, not only getting them there, mm-hmm. there's they're such such an upside and keeping them together and. You knew that they had talent, but he was able to get the most out of that talent. I like mm-hmm. I like that. I like D'Amico for that.
1: Um, his uh, offensive coordinator, Bobby Slowick, is up for assistant coach of the year, um, as are Ben Johnson of the Lions, Mike McDonald of the Ravens, Todd Munkin, the new OC for the the Ravens, and then Jim Schwartz, uh, defensive coordinator for the Browns. So the, the teams and the coaches match up for coach of the year and assistant coach of the year. This is an interesting one to me, the strict comeback player of the year. You have Joe Flacco, you have DeMar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, and Tua Tagovailoa. There are so many directions, so many Man. stories you can go with here. My gut says Joe Flacco didn't play enough to earn it. Maybe he had the, the highest highs of any of those players um, in his, what, six, seven-week stretch. I just don't know if that's enough. Yeah, DeMar Hamlin... Amazing recovery from his injury, but doesn't strike me as a huge impact player, right? You have Baker Mayfield, who, yeah, led the bucks. It was pretty good for him, but not like special or anything. Borderline top 15 guy throughout the year. Tua was really darn good, um, coming back from the, the concussions from, from last year. But to me, it's Matthew Stafford. I know he's not coming off a huge injury. Right, but the way he rebounded from a tough season last year, the Rams were the hottest team in football going up to Detroit. I know they fell short, but to me, it's between Stafford and Tua.
2: This this possibly could be a political move. And so if it's going to be political, I think they're going to go with DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. If it's not, then I'm with you. I would look more towards Stafford. So, just know that if it's Demar Hamlin, I think it was a, that's a political move, just because of everything that's surrounding mm-hmm. era, that what that happened situation. that whole yeah. situation, and then what was forced upon you know some of them and to people talking that possible not there was all kinds of controversies. Right, if it's political, that's where it's going. But if not, then I think Stafford.
1: Uh, two more to get through here before we play the shootout with Strick. Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think I know who you're picking from this list: Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Puka Nakua, Bajan Robinson, CJ Stroud. You taking your boy?
2: <clears throat> so here's the thing. I think I think it's going to be CJ Stroud. But you but wanted for to be me, Puka. I wanted to be Puka. Yep. I think I think he would be very deserving of what he was able to accomplish, mm-hmm. and to help that team to get to where they were because they were in the, they didn't have anything in the receiver core. And then he shows up Mm -hmm. until they could get healthy. So, Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: I'm in lockstep with you there. Although I do think there's a real interesting case to be made for Sam Laporta in the role that he played in Detroit. I know touchdowns fluctuate from year to year, but to come in and catch that many as a rookie tight end, in that division. I think he's a perfect system fit for what Detroit wants to do. It wouldn't shock me if he ends up in third place, but I think there's an interesting kind of down-ballot case to be made for him. And then Defensive Rookie of the Year, you have Will Anderson of the Texans, Jalen Carter of the Eagles, Joey Porter Jr. with the Steelers, Kobe Turner, and then uh, Devin Witherspoon of the Seahawks. To me, it's between those first two guys, Anderson and Carter. It wouldn't shock me to see Anderson win it even though he was hurt, but my pick, streak would be Jalen Carter. To be a grown man in the middle of that Eagles defense from day one, to look as physically dominant for stretches as you did in college at the pro level, that's a big deal. I'm taking Jalen Carter for this one.
2: I, I would like like it to possibly be Jalen Carter too, but I, my second would would be looking at Joey Porter. Mm-hmm. He is solid for that you know Pittsburgh defense, and he handled his own throughout mm-hmm. the season. So. Um, I would, look at, I would look in that direction if it was me.
1: Text line, mark it down. We made our picks. We told you what's going to happen. If we're right, we know you guys won't tell us. But if we're wrong, we know you'll throw it back in our mm-hmm. face. Feel free to, if we're right, let us know, too. We, we get things right occasionally. Uh, let's play the shootout. Call now, 402-464-5685. Brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings. It's four questions for Stricky. It's four questions for you. The winner gets their music at the end. We'll play the game after this.
0: This is the story of the one.